tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hello and welcome to the Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis Show. At every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Cat Cannabis is the international best-selling author of Surviving Cancerland, Intuitive Aspects of Healing, and host of Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV Show. Together we will explore cutting-edge insights and philosophies in health, wealth, and relationships. Cat's guests will be ordinary people with extraordinary stories. Now here is your host, Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Oh, welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, we've been waiting for you all week. We have two incredible guests for you tonight. The first guest is Dr. Tony Louisa Rivera, and she's going to clue you into what your body is trying to tell you because she is a whirlwind of a doctor. And the, she was actually the only chiropractor on a remote part of Puerto Rico. And our second guest tonight is going to be Lynn Cochran Murphy. And she's going to be talking about the common sense and compassion and how it's, it's evident in um, people as she guides you to tune into action and gives you steps and tools and even reading and a movie list to help you achieve the happiness and joy that can change your life because it actually changed hers. So before we start the show, it's been a very, very busy week around the world. Um, we, we've had uh, some challenges. Uh, I was in Nice just uh, four days before the attack on Nice, and I flew out of Nice International Airport. When I got home and heard about the suffering, it really, really affected me. So let's take just a moment. To breathe, just breathe. I know we've all been watching TV, watching the news, and and it does affect us ourselves because we're all connected by the greater oneness of the universe. So let's take a moment and just just breathe. Take a deep breath in and imagine nothing but golden healing light being pulled into your body. And let's just blow any limitations, negativities, fears, anything that is not of the highest and best for us, let's just blow that out across the room into the purple flame of St. Germain and have it convert into positive golden light. And we're going to return it to the universe because we don't want to litter on the earth plane and we also don't want to litter on the spiritual plane. So welcome to the show, Dr. Tony Louisa Rivera. Hi, thanks for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. So 
Dr. Tony, if it's all right to call you that, are, are you comfortable with Dr. Tony? Please. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> Dr. Tony, you are actually a whirlwind of a doctor because you are the only chiropractor on a remote part of Puerto Rico. Um, uh-huh. Tell us about that. Well, um, I began my practice in 1985, and there were very few chiropractors at that time on Puerto Rico. And uh, I was actually the third woman, and I was the only person choosing to move away from San Juan and go to the other end of the island where I grew up. My dad retired from the Air Force down there and in the Aguadilla area. So I was the only alternative choice, the only other health care available on that end of the island was the hospital and there were some private doctors in specialties and physical therapy and unfortunately unfortunately the type of physical therapy they were using was not very effective so when people uh, came to me it was really looking for some relief and I uh, you know the the whirlwind part comes from that I used to see 70 people a day now I don't do that anymore I have relocated to Santa Fe, New Mexico, because uh, I really uh, burned myself out. And that's part of my healing story of actually it helped me discover my own injury and uh, turn it into an insight, which is the subtitle of my book, The Propelled Heart Moving from Injury to Insight. So that, that hard work over there in a, uh, at a time and a place when people were in such great need and I was in such great need of helping others mm-hmm. to prove myself to myself <laughs> and mm-hmm. to others. And many people get stuck in that uh, kind of cycle where instead of recognizing themselves and their own worth, they need to look outside themselves for that. And at that time, that's what I was stuck in. And, you know, I I... I truly believe that we are always exactly where we need to be whenever we are where we are and we cannot be anywhere else. And all of those experiences were so important to your book. You know, I mean, sometimes when we're in those kind of crises, we don't realize that there's something bigger waiting just around the corner and something that's going to go beyond one-on-one to the general masses. And that's a giant leap in helping yeah. others. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. You were, actually the, you, you were actually the only chiropractor? On there? that end of the island, there was nobody within two and a half hours of me. There was one person, and then uh, all the way on the other end of the island, everybody else was in San Juan. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I've been to San Juan. I, I just love San Juan, Puerto Rico. It, it, it's so much fun, and old San Juan is gorgeous. So you found that, that when you went, you, you moved to this other side of the island away from San Juan, uh, that you were too, totally inundated with patients, and that's because there was no one else there, right? But you exactly. were able and to people... actually help them. Right, people were looking for something different because the only other alternatives was medication. And, um, you know, that was my big battle at first was saying the body heals itself. And we need to, I'm a chiropractor, and at that time I was doing structural chiropractic. And as I say, you know, that was 30 years ago. Um, 
where I was only working with structural chiropractic, but trying to teach people to trust their body, which is still my message. Trust your body. It's your greatest ally, and we just need to remove the interference to its normal functioning so you can heal. So um, once people started getting that message, oh, my goodness, I was just inundated with people, and it, it was wonderful. I helped many, many people and started them to learn how to help themselves, and I discovered that the mental emotional issues were what created the physical issues. So I became very mm-hmm. interested, yes, in addressing that mental, emotional, spiritual aspect of healing. And that's when I discovered Rubenfeld Synergy Method, which is a way of exploring how your life experiences are stored in your tissues and your body. And um, that that's led so to... Yeah, that mm-hmm. led to me moving back to the it all States. Starts in our, it all starts in our head, doesn't it? I mean, it, it's sort of like when the soul is injured, the body cries out. So so you actually found that many of your patients working with you on a regular basis were pain-free for the first time in years. Yes. How did you do that? What was your secret, your key? <laughs> well, I have a way I'm really good at listening to the body and what is happening and, and keying in specifically to each person's uh, need. And then in working with the physical, the key is helping the person learn to listen to what their body is trying to tell them through the way it feels. Like the clues are how something hurts instead of just saying, well, it hurts. How does it hurt? Does it pinch? Does it pulse? Is it a pressure? Is it constant? Is it intermittent? When does it happen? And all those uh, details are clues into what your body's actually trying to tell you is happening in your mind and your heart and in your life. And the body's only mm. language it has is sensation. Uh, interesting. And the, the, the language of pain is sensation. That, that's yeah. really profound. <laughs> it is. So uh, what I found really, really interesting is that, you know, you suddenly realized that working as hard as you were, you were getting burned out because you were giving all the water away in your well. You know, I I run into this a lot with women, especially when I I was going through my chemotherapy because I'm a a three-time breast cancer survivor. The women who were in my radiation group were talking about how they were so exhausted because they, as women, were natural-born caregivers. And they gave and gave and gave, and guess what, Dr. Tony? They ended up with breast cancer, which often happens to us because we end up being these empty wells who, because we have given all of our water away to everybody else, we have nothing to drink ourselves. Exactly. And that's, you know, I started when I, most of my motivation, especially in my youth before I discovered my own injury, was that uh, to help others was the primary cause and it didn't matter how I was treating myself. And that's how the well goes dry when you're giving, mm-hmm. giving, giving, and uh, not realizing that there, each person has needs, and when we don't tune into our own needs, 
uh, there's no way to continue like that forever. Of course, in youth, you can get away with it more. But, um, you know, really after 30, 40, you know, it starts to catch up. And the body starts to say no. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, it's like when you run a car in second gear. While you're doing, you know, 80 miles an hour, eventually the engine, no matter how good it is, no matter how oiled it is, is going to start to break down. And what I've found is often with women who are the main caregivers who are giving of their well, who are giving all the water out of their well and not focusing on themselves, it's because they're avoiding something. They're exactly. avoiding looking at what's going on in their own lives. Did you find that to be true? Oh, very much so. And many times, as in my own case, perhaps there's been things happen. In my own case, uh, I was, uh, I hate to use the word victim, but I experienced childhood mm-hmm. sexual abuse that, that, in my case, fortunately for me, I guess, that, I it stopped at a young age, so my brain was able to block the memory of it, but it was running my life. And even though I had no memory of it actually happening, the feelings about myself and about the world and about what was required of me, or so I thought, uh, drove my life, and I didn't actually remember, so I didn't know I had anything to look at, you know. <laughs> and that mm-hmm. does happen to a lot of people. They they think their life is going fine, and uh, the body actually coming up with symptoms or having a physical ailment, be it uh, joint-wise or musculoskeletal or a physical disease like breast cancer um, or mm-hmm. any kind of disease, it is a, a wake-up call to that there is something within that needs to be looked at, and the body is crying out for uh, us, our our mind and our heart, to turn it within and look at that. And so that's my message is that your body is talking to you all the time. It's not trying to ruin your life. Some people, it's interesting, have mm-hmm. they're afraid. You know, the body starts to give symptoms. They're afraid of the body. They're afraid of what is my body doing? And actually, it's trying to get your attention. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. And when and when you don't listen, and it keeps telling you over and over again, it gives you something that you can't ignore, like a life-threatening illness. Exactly. So I'm sure that you have all of this, uh, or or parallels to it, in your book, uh, The Propelled Heart, um, and, and you talk about clues. The, your clues, your personal clues and what your body is trying to tell you. So in your case, you were in your 30s before the memories really started to affect clarity, and, and, and that's when you realized that there were repeated sexual assaults that were happening before the age of four. That's, that's amazing. That's very, very early. And so what was it that actually... Um, you know, opened that door that had been closed and locked and bolted and and hammered shut. Right. Uh, the it's really interesting how our body, mind, spirit is one. And as I say, it was driving my life in that I had that compulsion to overwork and sacrifice myself and only think of others and as many uh, do end up doing, as we've said. But uh, when I started to 
my motivation to seek helping others still, I saw that body-mind connection, and I started. I took the training of the Rubenfeld Synergy, and in the training, part of the training was to receive these sessions. Now, in the Rubenfeld Synergy proper, the Rubenfeld Synergy Method sessions, you're looking at listening to the body and helping the person listen to their own body so that instead of... Uh, uh, you know, there's a place to start. There's some books that say, like, well, if it's your knees, it's moving forward. If it's the right side of your body, it's the, you know, the masculine and the left side is the feminine. But uh, that's only a place to start. And, and by listening to the body very closely, you can tell from your own sense of yourself. And so as I started to do that and listen to my own body in my own personal sessions, I started to realize, gee, you know, when someone touches me, I stop breathing. I wonder what that's about, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And as I started looking closer, I had, like, there were shadows of that something had happened. I didn't know what, but something had really scared me, and I couldn't remember it. And through sessions and bit by bit, I started having dreams. I started having little pieces of memories until the uh, puzzle pieces fell into place and I realized what had happened. So, and the mind Mm -hmm. gives you what you need. You don't need to remember every detail of abuse or anything that's happened to us. We don't have to remember every detail. And the body will bring to you, you'll remember what's needed to heal. And that's enough to have the pieces that you need to heal the the feelings and to heal the heart. Whoa. I have no idea what that just was. <laughs> <laughs> that was telling me to that to emphasize heart. <laughs> and hence the propelled heart. You know, the name of the book, I chose the name the propelled heart because each of us in our life journey come to a point where we want to understand what life is telling us through our circumstances and experiences, what what life is telling us through our relationships and what our body's trying to tell us. How can I learn and grow from what I'm going through? And when we get to that point, that's the heart that's propelled to move forward and evolve uh in in life and, and to learn and to turn injury into insight. Now it's a difficult uh, proposition in many cases and, and many people who have suffered sexual abuse um, also find it difficult to find any good from it but I really mm-hmm. have grown to see that my my uh, sensitivity was so turned up from having to be on alert all the time and that mm-hmm. allowed me with age and experience and training to turn that into uh, my sense of intuition of empathy my sense of touch uh, my sense of working with others is so tuned up because of the experiences that i had which i wouldn't wish on anyone however i have been able to turn them into a tool that i can give to others a gift and and it is a gift and they are tools and they're very very important tools for those of you just tuning in now we have Dr. Tony Louisa Rivera, a doctor of chiropractic practices, with us today, and she's talking about her book, The Propelled Heart, 
moving from injury to insight, which is so important because I don't think there's anybody walking the earth plane right now who has not at some time in some way been injured, whether physically or emotionally. And sometimes it's easier to heal a physical injury because you can see it. It's a lot more difficult to heal an emotional injury because it's so buried beneath the body. It's in the soul. It's in our heart. And so Dr. Tony talks about all of this in her book, The Propelled Heart, Moving from Injury to Insight. So, Dr. Tony, can you share with our, our audience how they can find your book, how they can find your website if you've got one, and how they can contact you? Yes, thank you for asking. Well, The Propelled Heart is available as an ebook or a paperback on Amazon.com. And my website, TonyLuisaRivera.com, that's T-O-N-I-L-U-I-S-A-R-I-V-E-R-A.com, TonyLuisaRivera.com. And there I have information about workshops and I have MP3 downloads of exercises that are in my book. Now, these aren't like bicep exercises. These are exercises <laughs> for you to tune in to your own body, mind, spirit, and to work with yourself. Because a lot of times people say you should work with yourself, you should uh, discover your intuitive voice. But how do you do that? Well, in my book, I have 17 uh, body-mind experiences for you to go through, and I've been adding them for free on my website at TonyLuisaRivera.com. I've been putting those uh, MP3 downloads for you to receive free, and there's also a chapter from my book, so you can get a sense of the book. So, you know, you I know workshops are very, very important to you because it was actually, since you are so adventuresome, that you, and you love to soak up knowledge and experiences, that it was actually while you were taking a workshop that you um, actually found your first key in moving from injury to insight. Uh, can you, it was, a, it was a, a Ruben Field workshop. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, it was a wonderful experience. Alana Rubenfeld used to travel the country and, and present at different conferences, and this was a Institute of Noetic Sciences conference in Washington, D.C., and I had gone up there from Puerto Rico to explore different options, and she had a workshop, and it was about working with your limbic brain and the emotions stored in your body. So when she asked for a volunteer, I immediately put my hand up along with 40 other people of the 200 people present. But uh, the person sitting beside me who I had never met said she's going to pick you. I said, no, she's not going to. There's so many people. But <laughs> she did. She picked me. And when I when I laid on the table and she touched me, I was transported to another realm where what I knew that she totally accepted me and whatever I said and I was able to feel and experience my body in such a way that I realized that there were hidden treasures waiting for me to discover. And I knew I had to I had to study with that woman. I had to study with Alana. And it started a long journey of me uh, taking her training and then becoming an assistant teacher 
and eventually uh, becoming part of the faculty in that training. So it was so, quite an experience. So in the, in the, yeah, so that's marvelous. And so you do these workshops yourself. You you actually train people in these workshops as well, right? Yes. Now I teach workshops, which the first step I believe is important is to discover your own intuitive language what is your mm-hmm. unique intuitive signature so that's the first thing is to discover how your body how your life is speaking to you and how you might tune into that and then and later workshops is how you can apply that intuitive wisdom to whatever work you do mm-hmm. so do you have any exercises maybe a, sh- a really really short one that you can share with our audience as to how they might be able to um, connect with and listen to their intuition in order to 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 you know kind of lay the groundwork for their their own healing. Um, do we have five minutes? We do. Okay. So one of the first steps I believe is learning to listen to your body because so often when the body is speaking. Uh, we get scared and we just want it to stop hurting or stop doing whatever it is doing. So one of the exercises I like to start with is this one. So if you're driving, pull over for a minute, uh, (laughs) and I'm going to ask you to, everyone, to close your eyes and become aware of your breath. And just notice, you don't have to change anything, just notice the in and the outgoing breath And calm your mind of all other things in this moment. And allow yourself to become aware of a part of your body that is wanting your attention in this moment. Now, it might be a place that has been hurting. It might be a place that surprises you. But in this moment, just scanning your body from head through your torso, arms, legs, feet, a place that wants your attention right now. And if it's easy for you, place a hand on that place. And if it's out of your reach, just hold that place in your mind's eye and begin to send your breath to that place. So breathing in and out right into that place that wants your attention right now. And just choose one place. And notice what does it feel like to you physically in this moment. So as I mentioned earlier, does this place have a physical sensation that you can describe in detail? Not just it hurts, but is it a pressure? Is it a poking? Is it a squeeze? Whatever words describe the physical sensation. And then notice if there's a color or a shape associated with this place. And again, just noticing, not trying to figure out what it means. You're just gathering information. So the sensation, the physical sensation, the color or shape, maybe there's a sound. Maybe there's a sound there. And maybe there's even, as you tune into this place, there's even an emotion associated with this place. And just allowing yourself to gather this information and make it into a sentence of recognition. So let's say it's my knee, and I'm saying, I know you're feeling, as if you're talking to somebody, I know you're feeling squeezed right now, and I see that dark green color and the shape of a triangle 
and I know you're feeling trapped. Just acknowledging with whatever you got, I know you are, and then say that sentence. And notice what happens. Many times, just by recognizing and acknowledging what the body is trying to share with you in this moment, there'll be a shift or a change of some kind. So just noticing. And then ask this place, do you have a message for me? And being very unattached, you see I didn't ask any detail. Do you have a message for me? And it may be in sensation, it may be words, it might be a feeling, it might be a memory or an imagination of someone or something in your life. And when you've received that message, I want you to thank that place. Thank you for sharing with me in this moment. Thank you for giving me this gift of the message and allowing me to feel, see, maybe even taste and smell what's happening for you as if you're talking to somebody else for you in this moment so um and then you can open your eyes and and breathe again and this is a very brief and quick way you at any time in any moment riding the bus sitting at your desk you can tune into a place and instead of telling it to stop doing what it's doing to stop feeling what you're feeling let yourself go into it and really describe it and see if there's any other information and then just ask very simply instead of saying, well, it's my knee, it's about stepping forward. That's putting words, if you will, putting words in the proverbial mouth of your knee. (laughs) And what you want to do really is say, do you have a message for me? And then the world's your oyster. It could be anything and you'll get new information that you couldn't possibly imagine. So yeah, that was pretty good. Five minutes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I did. I did that. It was, it was wonderful. It re- it really was. And you know, isn't it interesting how we started with breath in yes. this this segment of the radio show, and we ended with breath, which is almost a validation of our uh, intuition melding together and working with our audience. So uh, we're down to our last five minutes, basically. So again, if you would like to contact Dr. Tony or or learn more about her, which I certainly do, go to www.tony, that's T-O-N-I, Louisa, L-U-I-S-A, Rivera, R-I-V-E-R-A dot com. And you can listen to this radio show again, and I will be blogging it and posting it on the Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis um, Facebook page. And so you can go there, not the profile page. My profile page is maxed out. I can't accept any more friends. So this would be the public page. Go there. So in our last couple of minutes, Dr. Tony, what is the last thought? that you would like to leave our audience with? Well, I would like everyone to know that your body is your greatest ally and that you and everyone is intuitive and you can tune into your body and receive the messages it's uh, giving you about your life and what needs attention to heal. 
Oh, thank you so much for being with us. And I hope you'll come back onto our show again. I would love to. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Hold on, everybody. Don't go away. We're going to do a quick commercial, and then we have our second guest coming on. And uh, she's going to be talking to us about living hope, steps to leaving suffering behind. Hey, Jenna, have you seen the TV show Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod on Channel 99? OMG, I love that show. It's with Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. She's an international best-selling author and Lori Boyle, the CEO of Lori Boyle Media. Right. They're hosting a personal development seminar, Retreat for the Soul. It's about your dreams, meditation, healing, and the subconscious mind. Ooh. It sounds fun. And rejuvenating. Let's go. Where do we sign up? Their website, wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Did you know that you can use your own radio show to promote your business and become a celebrity in your area or industry? Do you have a great idea for a radio show or a passion that you would like to share with other like-minded people? The Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Radio and TV hosts Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle will show you how. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Do you have a great story to tell or do you want to write your memoir? Best-selling author Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle, CEO of Lori Boyle Media, are the hosts of the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV and radio shows. Join their Writer's Workshop Intensive to get writing and get published. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Welcome back, everybody. We have our second guest with us right now, and her name is Lynn Cochran Murphy, and she's the author of Living Hope, Steps to Leaving Suffering, behind, which is so important with everything that's going on right now. So welcome to the show, Lynn Cochran Murphy. Hi, Kathleen. Thank you for having me. Oh, you are so welcome. I'm so glad you're on the show with us. So, you know, I I was reading your bio, <laughs> and I was floored by the sentence, the only reason Lynn survived the house fire is her father carried her out first. Tell us about that, Lynn. That is how the book starts. Um, the first chapter is about the house fire. And my dad, being a, a wonderful man, um, spent his last days um, first saving me and attempting to save my sisters, and then he died in the hospital from his burns. Um, so he's qu quite revered in our family. And, you know, my life then is really due to him twice over. Yes, and, and, and your mother, you know, her life was shattered by this tragedy. And you had to continue to live with a shattered mother. That is true. It was, I can't imagine, really, what it was like for her. I know from my perspective what she was like, but I, I really couldn't imagine losing a husband and two children when she was, what, about 20, 27 years mm. old? Yeah. Oh, that's so painful. So then, uh, you know, your childhood was jilted again when your stepfather died in a logging accident. Tell us about this one. Well, let's see. At that point, I was nine years old, So, and the first incident, the fire, was at two and a half so mom had married when I was four, and they had my sister, who's a wonderful person in my life today. Um, but, 
Yeah, he he was actually a diesel mechanic. He worked on big rigs and um, was helping out a relative and working in the woods, and he was not trained in it, and that led to his death. So I was in third grade at that time. And, yeah, I can't imagine, again, quite what it was like for my mom. I do... I did see her use alcohol as a, mm-hmm. you know, as a way to comfort herself or numb out or get through life. Well, as many of us would. <laughs> as many yeah. Of us would. Yeah. But then, you know, all of this culminates in the murder of your mother years later. Oh, my God. Like hard to believe that so much in, in one life. But, yes, Um and there, and there's some other stuff that happened in there, and it's all in the book. Um, mm-hmm. But I was 25 when um, she and my next stepdad bought a bar, which was really shocking and devastating. I remember saying to her on the telephone, you, you did what? Don't you know you have a drinking problem? <laughs> this is, you know, to me, it was really <laughs> logical and crazy, you know, a, a crazy act, but it made sense to her. So anyway, um, yeah, the man that shot and killed her, uh, that was for $350. And um, my stepdad survived the shooting, but he he had survivor's guilt after that and Mm -hmm. just lived a few more years. Oh, my goodness. And, And, you know, that could have been the end of all your happiness, but it wasn't. You took all of these tragedies. And you and you weave them into this beautiful, beautiful rug, which is your book, Living mm. Hope. And, and you mm-hmm. give the reader steps on how to leave Kareem behind. And right now, that is so important in the world because there is so much suffering. So before we go any further, I always like to do this now so that there's not a big rush at the end. But could you share your contact information with our listeners so that maybe while they're listening to you, they can go and and pull up your website? Oh, sure. That's a good idea. Um, The book's website is www.lynnecockrum.com, then a hyphen, Murphy, M-U-R-P-H-Y, dot com. And on that website, there are newsletters where I talk about the steps and topics, um, ways that we can heal, ways that we can move ourselves forward. There's a free chapter from the book. You can purchase the book that way if you'd like. Um, And then there's more coming since my next book will be coming out somewhere between October and February. It's not nailed down yet. Mm. Well, I hope you'll come back on when that one comes out because this one was a national bestseller. It was a bestseller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then um, my website for my business and the classes that I teach and so on is www.desertjewel.org. And you'll learn at that site um, the work that I do with people long distance or in person and the classes that I teach one of which is based upon the book. Amazing. So uh, is, there, um, is there some kind of a key or a tip you can give our audience on, on how they can go from just surviving something to thriving despite it? Because God knows 
you went through every kind of crisis you could possibly have gone through in your lifetime starting at a very early age. So you should know. I think that um, we all have the option of moving from suffering to peace. And the book talks about all the tools that I've used to get there. So there's everything from a therapy to mm-hmm. all the different kinds of recovery programs that are out there that are free. There is the inner work that we do with meditation or studying spiritual teachings. For me, um, I didn't follow the path of my family with a traditional Christian church. I went and looked at Buddhism and then at Hinduism and at metaphysics and came up with a very eclectic but satisfying approach that feeds my soul and brings that peace that I was looking for. The part of your book that I really loved when I was reading it was how you helped the reader uh, escape the powerlessness that they really feel. Like, like mm. you feel like, you're, you're, you know, you're dust in the wind or just a leaf blowing around in the wind, and, and, and you really kind of get a grip on your life. And I thought that was really important. And then how to live through the loss of, of um, you know, poverty. There are so many of us today who go from being really, really rich to really, really poor practically overnight. And I loved mm. how your, your book uh, pointed this out. So if you had to leave our listeners with one um, discovery that they will come to in your book, what would it be? Hope. And that's why we titled it Living Hope, is that no matter whether you have PTSD, no matter what you've been through, even if you're depressed, there, and in fact, at the back of the book, there's a list of ideas, little tiny action steps to help move you out of depression, to make you feel like there's hope and you can move forward. But to always hold on to that hope because we don't have to stay at any dark point in our life. There are tools, mm-hmm. there are people, there's um, our higher power or whatever you choose to call that, the source that's greater than we are. I definitely want people to always be able to hold on to that, no matter how dark. Mm-hmm. And you're also a theta healer, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. That's so my favorite modality. What that means. Yeah, yeah, let them know what that means, because some people listening right now may be going, what's a theta healer? Okay. Theta healing is a, is a technique that I have took several classes in, and um, then became an instructor of. And that means that um, we work with people. We use the theta brainwave state, which is one of the the highest states of meditation. Um, I teach my clients how to do it. I teach my students how to do it. I go there, and from there, I can help change things that people are asking to change in their lives. So they may... um, they may have beliefs that are blocking their progress. You know, those beliefs of I'm not enough or mm-hmm. um, I'm not good enough or I can't or, boy, my family lived in poverty, I have to live in poverty. And we change mm-hmm. those. 
And once that, that changes, it's amazing that things that have people you know will come to me later and go, yeah, after that I got a divorce, or after that I quit that <laughs> job and I got a new one, and it'd be like they really take action in their life shifts. It's beautiful. And for me, it's part of what I, one of the major tools I've used to really move forward in the last five years to build my business, to get this book out, and to be the happiest that I've ever been, the most self-confident, the um, mm-hmm. most at peace. If they oh, want to look it up, it they is. can look it up on, on the Internet under Theta Healing, mm-hmm. or they can look at mm-hmm. uh, my Desert Jewel page and find it that way. Great. Well, we're down to our last 60 seconds of the show, so I want everybody to know that you still continue to teach for Northern Arizona University, and Mm -hmm. again, uh, our guest tonight is Lynn Cockrum Murphy, and her book is Living Hope, Steps to Leaving Suffering Behind, which is a bestseller. Thank you so much for being on the show with us tonight, Lynn. And we hope to have you back again when your next book comes out. Thanks so much, Kathleen. Good night. Good night. Thank you for tuning in to the Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis Show. If you would like to comment or have an idea for the show or have a question for Kat or one of her guests, please visit her on Facebook at Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. This show and previous shows are archived on Blog Talk Radio, accessible from survivingcancerland.com and accessyourinnerguide.com. Join us again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Until then, have a great week.